Hello from Suffolk, England, where it's cooler and we're set for a mostly cloudy day with the sun showing its face here and there. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away. Revelation chapter 21, verse 1. Happy Easter, Christ is risen. It's Monday the 13th of April in the year of our Lord 2020, and it's time for a dose of civilised calm to start your week. This is Mark's Almanac, your regular respite from the madness of World War V, recorded in the peace of the English countryside. The lion was pacing to and fro about that empty land, and singing his new song. It was softer and more lilting than the song by which he had called up the stars and the sun, a gentle, rippling music. And as he walked and sang, the valley grew green with grass. It spread out from the lion like a pool. It ran up the sides of the little hills like a wave. In a few minutes, it was creeping up the lower slopes of the distant mountains, making that young world, every moment, softer. The light wind could now be heard ruffling the grass. Soon there were other things besides grass. The higher slopes grew dark with heather. Patches of rougher and more bristling green appeared in the valley. Diggory did not know what they were until one began coming up quite close to him. It was a little spiky thing that threw out dozens of arms and covered those arms with green and grew larger at the rate of about a, an inch every two seconds. There were dozens of these things all round him now. When they were nearly as tall as himself, he saw what they were. Trees! he exclaimed. That's part of Aslan's creation song from C.S. Lewis's Chronicles of Narnia, in a sequence patterned closely after John Milton's epic poem, Paradise Lost. On this day in 1668, King Charles II appointed the first poet laureate, John Dryden. The same year, Dryden published Of Dramatic Poesy, his best essay, written in Wiltshire while he was avoiding the Great Plague of London which struck the capital in 1665, closing the theatres. Also on this day, in 1939, Seamus Heaney was born in Castle Dawson, Northern Ireland. Awarded the Nobel Prize for Literature in 1995, Heaney was widely acknowledged as one of the greatest poets of our age before his death in 2013. Among much else, his translation of Beowulf is very fine. His headstone bears a line from his poem The Gravel Walks, Walk on air, against your better judgment. Here's a poem requested by Bob, which he says was his dad's favourite. It's a good choice for spring. Here's Trees, by Alfred Joyce Kilmer. I think that I shall never see a poem lovely as a tree, a tree whose hungry mouth is pressed against the earth's sweet flowing breast, a tree that looks at God all day and lifts her leafy arms to pray, a tree that may in summer wear a nest of robins in her hair, upon whose bosom snow has lain, who intimately lives with rain. Poems are made by fools like me, but only God 
can make a tree. That's almost all for today. I thought I'd pause to remember three huge talents we lost this weekend. Tim Brooke Taylor, the comedian and actor, best known as a member of the Goodies, and a stalwart of I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue. Sir Sterling Moss, the legendary racing driver, a class act, as generous-hearted as he was talented. And finally, John Conway, the mathematician. Born in Liverpool, he was a playful, charismatic, endlessly curious genius who popularised his field and made many significant contributions, discovering surreal numbers and inventing the iconic, self-sustaining game of life. He was once described as a mix of Archimedes, Richard Feynman and Mick Jagger. If you need some music to wake up to this morning, how about The Best Is Yet To Come by Bob Dylan? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Until tomorrow, stay civilised, keep calm, and please keep washing your hands. Have a lovely day.